You know, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Can we therefore conclude that humans are concerned more with having than being? You know, the thing is, we're here now, so just be here now. That's all I gotta say. Welcome to Unhinged, episode 35, recorded January 8th, 2017. Yes, 2017, a new year and a new intro. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Did you like it? I like it. Let's see how it goes. Did you like it? Um, (laughs) Now, let's just hope 2017 is a better year than the dumpster fire that was 2016. Dumpster fire, I like that. Yeah, Yeah, that's uh, a lot of people have been calling 2016 a dumpster fire. Or just a clusterfuck. Yeah, there's that too. So good, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of, a lot of weirdness, a lot of crap, a lot of deaths. Yeah, yeah a lot of deaths, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, political stuff going on. Uh, just, uh, just not a great year. Let's, there seem let's, to be more deaths as we get older. Well, that's expected. That, <laughs> that's the irony is that people are so surprised by it. It's like, oh, these people are dying. It's weird. It's not weird at all. <laughs> yeah, the people that we follow, you know, the famous people that we follow, actors, musicians, whatever, you know, we we grew up with them. So they're getting on in age as we are. So yeah, of course. It's just you know, sad. It just hurts. <laughs> and aging is just it's a disease in itself as we've talked about. Yeah. And it's just it's just sad. You see like ACDC's concert like was postponed because you know, the lead singer was having a coronary and, you know, oh. just like, oh, God, they're trying. Yeah. They're trying. <laughs> They'll come out in walkers and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I went uh, in the 80s. I went to the 25 year Jethro Tull concert. The, it was a celebration of 25 years of Jethro Tull. And I think they just had their 50th anniversary. <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and he really has an aqualung now which is <laughs> assisted by breathing apparatus so speaking <laughs> of uh actors and stuff we follow as uh, as we grew up um you remember a movie uh where sinbad you know the great actor comedian <laughs> uh sinbad where he played a genie well sure that was uh Shazam or something, wasn't it? Ah, well, a lot of people remember this movie, yet it never existed. What? Uh, it's it's a false memory. Um, it's called the Mandela effect. Um, Nelson Mandela? Well, yeah, it's named after Nelson Mandela because a lot of people have the same shared false memory that Nelson Mandela died in jail in the 80s, yet huh. he actually... Not he died in 2013, I think it was. Wild. So yeah, it's basically uh, Mandela effect refers to a group false memory uh, where lots of people have the same false memory, like this Sinbad movie where he was a genie called Shazam. Well, it never existed. Well, there was uh, Sha- uh, Shaq did a movie also where he was a genie. Yes, and that was called Kazam. So. Obviously, I think there's a mix-up in the brain where you attribute uh, one actor with another and one movie with uh, with the wrong actor. So uh, it's a so, false association in a sense because these are two tall black men playing right. genies right. at the, around the same time. Exactly. And interesting. The, the really interesting part about it are the people who are adamant that the movie existed and even to the point where, and this is where I think the brain tries to justify what it believes to be true. Like this one guy was saying that uh, he remembers when the Shaq movie came out, he remembers thinking what a ripoff of Sinbad's movie. (laughs) (laughs) And it never happened. It never happened in Sinbad. Even, uh, even tweeted about it saying, no, I was never in a genie movie. Um, and, Another reason why a lot of people are sharing this same false memory is because uh, back in the 80s, Sinbad hosted a movie marathon of uh, Sinbad the Sailor movies. And during the his hosting gig, 
he was wearing a what looked like a genie type costume. Right. So well, he used to wear those kind of big pants. Yeah. You know, like like right, the, yeah. like MC Hammer used to wear kind of pants. But I think he had a turban uh, that makes him look even more like a genie in this case. So I think people put together that, uh, you know, tall black man wearing a genie outfit, uh, his name Sinbad, uh, and the Shaq movie, uh, Kazam, where he was a genie. And for some reason, lots of people had the same false memory and are adamant that it existed. And some people think it's a conspiracy that they pulled the movie and removed all uh all trace of it online and and all this interesting but interesting i think it's the mandela effect so what's another example of the mandela effect Uh, well for example um a lot of people remember the the two main brands of peanut butter what are they Uh, you know that people know the common brands uh, of peanut butter skippy and jiff yes correct a lot of people think Jiffy, but it's actually Jif. And again, Skippy and Jif, people think of the two of them as main peanut butter brands, but then they combine the, you know, they, they combine it to Jiffy instead of just Jif. So it's uh, kind so. of your your brain makes something a little more, uh, or, or processing it as if it's something more sophisticated or something very simple. Exactly. Yeah. Like, a, uh, and, and kind of just word associations that are sort of misassociated right yeah well remember, and i think you're remember you're, when we were, go ahead sorry no I, i'm thinking your brain fills in the gaps that you don't know um right so that's why you your your brain kind of makes these false memories uh for things that you just kind of pass over and you don't really remember uh but the memory wouldn't be complete without this particular fact so your brain makes it up so it's kind of like you know, almost like an OCD trait where like, you know, we've got to finish this thing out. So let's, you know, to get on to the next thing. Right. You know, it's almost like if you did like the Jack in the box, but you stopped before you popped up, <laughs> I'd go crazy, you know? Well, and that, that's another good example. Um, the queen song, we are the champions. How does right. it end? What is the final line in that, in that song? We are the champion of the world. Right. It's not, though. It just ends at, we are the champions. He never says, of the world, at the end Get of the song. Get out of town with that. <laughs> it's true. Really? Yeah. If you listen to the song, it, the ending is just because we are the champions, and then it just so fades like, out. You just like left us hanging. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, he says it in all the previous uh, parts of the song, so your brain fills it out as, oh, well, that's how the song ends, obviously. Right. But it's not true. Um, Interesting. Uh, another one uh, that I saw that I've asked a few people, and everyone kind of tends to say the same thing, is what color do you think chartreuse is? How do you describe chartreuse? Chartreuse. It would be like sort of a reddish, dark red kind of a thing. That's what I thought. And that's mm. what apparently thousands of people think. Yet it's actually a yellow-green color. Uh, really yeah uh so for some reason a lot of people have converted that memory to be uh, a reddish pink or reddish color for chartreuse one last example uh what's the most famous line from star wars there's a line that darth vader says Uh, luke i am your father right but that's not what he says he never says luke he actually says no i am your father so Luke's name was really no. <laughs> <laughs> so really, we that's actually the line. Yeah. And, uh, you know, part partially, I think people remember it differently because so many people keep repeating that line over and over again incorrectly. So rather than imitating the movie, you're imitating other people's imitations. So it just kind of grows out of that. Uh, you know, they, they watch the movie one time. They remember that he said he was his father. And right. then a comedian or someone else does an impression uh, and they keep saying, Luke, I am your father. And they keep repeating it over and over. And of course, now that's what everyone thinks. It's the same with uh, Play It Again, Sam from Casablanca. He never right. said that, uh, but that's what everyone repeats. What did he so, say? Like, go away, Fred? 
Now he said something like uh, some long rambly rambling thing, and at the end he says, "Play it," something like that. Really? Yeah, I don't know the exact <laughs> words, but uh, but yeah. I, so so anyway, these are just kind of fun examples of uh, uh, what they're calling the Mandela effect, which actually in in psychiatry uh, or psychology, it's it's uh, called confabulation, which right, is right. Uh, the I guess misremembering of things. It's interesting. So they're they're kind of they're kind of one offs that are just sort of a, a form of distortion and yeah. you know, improper association with your 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 memory and your hippocampus versus your your sort of cognitive distinctions and Yeah. Yeah. And your it's uh it's kind of a, a small glitch in your um memory recall. Uh, the retrieval well, the- of the memory. Yeah, the scarier ones are just like like that didn't happen, but it did, or the other way around. Well, the and thing is, that it's getting some pe- some people are so so convinced that some of these false memories are real that they come up with theories like we're living in an alternate universe, an alternate reality, right? Um, that you know what they remember actually did happen, but then something else happened that switched the realities. Uh, uh, or they go into conspiracy theories that it really did happen, but then you know the powers that be erased it and, and mind control and all this crazy stuff. But um, you know, it's it's that strong a belief uh, because you know you think your memory is real, but we all know that memories are 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 very amorphous. They change over time. They can't really be trusted. Well, if you go back to the goldsmith theory, it's the power of your belief system. Right. Exactly. You convince yourself. Well, you know, and I hate to give away the secret, uh, but the secret to hypnosis is you can be hypnotized if you believe that that person can hypnotize you, mm-hmm. you will be hypnotized. So right. it's, you believe it and you just, your mind completely goes with it. Yeah. And all your sort of normal uh, filters and, and walls and all that get broken down. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. It kind of shows you how strong the mind can be, but at the same time, how weak, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And this, you can use the mind for very powerful things, uh, but you can very easily convince it of false realities. It, it's, it's kind of scary. I mean, that's how, yeah, if, if yeah. You know, people get uh, indoctrinated into cults and stuff like that. Um, I think, you know, that they can be brainwashed and, and make made to believe certain things. And then they become, you know, uh, they, they believe it wholeheartedly. Uh, well, we're seeing that firsthand, uh, at least now. A contemporary example would be um, Leah Remini's uh, uh, Scientology fight. Right. And, yes. you know, all the writings of L. Ron Hubbard, who was a sci-fi writer. And, mm-hmm. you know, they become Scientologists and they sign a 200 billion year contract. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they feel that they, you just keep coming back and coming back and coming back. Right. Which to me makes no logical sense. I mean, we're just, we're objects and mm-hmm. we age and we, I mean, that's why we get wrinkly and we get, we forget things and we get yep. bad hips and all that because... We have a lifespan. Yeah. Now I, I, you know, I'm all for someone believing whatever they want to believe. Um, as far as, you know, religion or, you know, even if they want to join a cult or whatever, the problem for me is when it starts affecting other people and when there's abuse and that's, that's really the crux of uh, Leah Remini's thing is that it's an abusive, uh, religion or cult. Um, and they keep people away from their families and stuff like that. So, that's when you, when I kind of have to draw, draw the line. But if you want to believe whatever you want to believe, you know, who am I to stop you? It's just mind boggling how you can manipulate some very intelligent people. I mean, yeah, you know, Katie Holmes is a very bright girl who went to a very prestigious university and mm-hmm. she is a hardcore Scientologist. You know, is she still? I thought she she got out of it. She uh, she might have left because she left the crazy man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Tom but Cruise is still very into it. Yeah, and yeah, very close with uh, 
uh, what was his name? David Miscavige. David Miscavige. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who's physically abusive, you know, and, right. and just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I would suggest if you do go to a cult or a meeting that you think is a cult, don't drink the fruit punch. <laughs> Stay away you from know, the drink. Bring your, bring a thermos. Jim Jones was, you know, I mean, he, oh, yeah. whole group of people, Charles Manson, all those, uh, impressionable when people are most impressionable i guess or mm-hmm. finding people's weaknesses well and it's it's it all boils down to psychology basic human psychology and the the brain is malleable and yeah. people who know that who have nefarious purposes uh, you know they they can take advantage of that and totally you know control people and that's that's kind of scary and we've talked about that you know we Talking with psycho, you know, talking about psychopaths and mm-hmm. uh, you know all the people's ruses and yeah. uh, you know uh, Ted Bundy being able to have that switch where yeah. some of them are just all out, you know, nut jobs. Right. But he had that sort of dichotomy. Uh, you know, you don't see it, and I guess maybe some people who, again, are more vulnerable and, and are really searching for companionship. Mm-hmm. can really easily be, you know, fall into their grips. Right, exactly, yeah. Interesting. So anyway, that was just, uh, yeah, the Mandela effect was just something I came across recently. Uh, apparently it's, I mean, it's been around for quite a long time, um, but it's it's come up again recently uh, as a meme and it's been going around the internet. So I thought it would be an interesting, interesting topic to just kind of uh, talk about briefly and, uh, it's kind of one of those fun topics because because you can kind of see how, uh, you know, some of your childhood memories may not be exactly how you remember them uh, or may not yeah. exist at all. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of, of, of adjectives we could use for the brain, you know, fascinating, you know, brilliant, uh, but, you know, yet resilient, vulnerable, you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, malleable. malleable. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Did we just say that at the same time? We did. That that was jinx. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh yeah, that's an interesting thing though, and and something that people shouldn't be afraid of. It's just uh, one of those sort of strange things about the brain. Yeah, it's not saying that your brain is you know damaged in any way. Although you know a damaged brain can cause the Mandela effect to happen, but in general, it's just. Uh, just a little glitch of the brain, just your your brain trying to fill in the gaps and uh, nothing to be alarmed about. There is no conspiracy theory. <laughs> Do not um, panic. Sinbad did not make that movie, so stop looking for it. <laughs> yeah, I miss his genius-like comedy. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, so, interesting. So um, it's 2017, and, you know, th- that brings about the whole new year's resolution sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm torn about what those, what resolutions, whether they're good to do, whether they're bad. Uh, typically I've made resolutions every year and I never ultimately follow through with them. Uh, and again, I did the same thing this year and uh, you know, I do the typical one that everyone does, which is I need to lose weight and get into better shape. Um, so what, you know, in one way I look at it is I'm setting goals. This is a you know new year, great clean slate, a good time to set some goals for me to try to accomplish for the year. Um, well, and, and, and think you, you're at a different stage in your life. And how many times have you said, I'm starting my diet tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Like a gazillion and four oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, tons, so, tons. Yeah, and it's 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 almost like you have in parentheses, you know, like I'm starting a diet in parentheses, which of course won't last, and in right. that's subconscious, and yeah. that's what you need to change because what are you trying to accomplish by dieting, mm-hmm. and you got to look at that at the end result, and try yeah. and picture it, visualize it, right? You know, let me read yeah, you, yeah, let me just ahead. read you the the typical definition of a New Year's resolution. Okay, uh, that that makes sense and that I feel given that the DBS is working well now, really in, in a remissionary type state. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm ready to change certain 
patterns, triggers, beliefs, you know, CBT. Um, so uh, the definition really is that the New Year's resolution is a tradition. It's most common in the Western Hemisphere, but it does it is found in the Eastern Hemispheres. Um, but it's in which a person resolves to change an undesired trait or behavior. Yep. And that's it. So, like, you know, it's not like, oh, my God, it's a new year. I got to, you know, it's something that you want to do because right. we want to continue to grow and improve and get better. That's what's that's what life's all about. Yeah. Well, it's us acknowledging that we do something that we know is not healthy or is not a good thing to do and that we will try to change that behavior in this coming year and make it very realistic you know like you're not looking for a marathon you just no you just want to be able to brush your teeth without your stomach jiggling <laughs> you know like yeah i want to be able to tie my shoes without being out of breath that's right you know peeling an orange and sweating right <laughs> sorry orange. i stole like two kevin james things there <laughs> but props to kevin james yes but it is a, it's, it's a new year, and it's started out really well, actually, for me anyways. Well, that's uh, what I was going to ask you. First of all, with the, the resolutions, have you made resolutions? Do you typically make New Year's resolutions? And then going from there, I want to find out how you're doing now. No, nothing to do with the resolutions. Uh, I'm just resolute to the fact that every year I just say, oh, fuck another year. Yeah. And now it's like, wow, things are happening and, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I have to gain more sense of control so that I can say, all right, here's what I want to happen, you know, and literally think these things through and have a goal and a plan and this yeah. and that things kind of just happen to me and I react. Yeah. Uh, but I find as I'm, as positive things are coming at me now and I'm jumping on them, uh, knowing that I could lose this at any time. Or if I think positively, hey, this is it. This is just going to stick and like mm -hmm. glue. Um, right. You know, I just I find that um, I'm starting to think, okay, I'm going to do this or try that, and I'm and I'm making the decision to do something. I'm doing it, and then I get a positive result. Yep. Which never had the back end, you know, mm -hmm. and that that yeah, good job, you know, because I never heard that growing up, but. Right. You know, so and and being messed up and ADD and depressed and uh, never, you know, just never had the A to Z, you know, mm -hmm. A to Z for my homies, <laughs> uh, you know. So it's uh, things are really happening. And, and so since the last time we talked, um, things have gotten even better for you because uh, the last I think on the last show we talked about uh, you know the. The GoFundMe campaign, you're, you're not worrying about money right now because you, you have enough from the campaign, which is great. Um, yes, matter of fact, uh, uh, my chef just arrived. Hang on one second. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Um, was it Oliver Lolive Oil, Chef to the Stars? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, it's an inside joke. Yes. So, so yeah, you, you, things have been happening for you. you. You've been going, what, three, four times a week to the Mood Disorders Association of Ontario, correct? Yes, yeah, I'm doing peer support, uh, the the tips line. So I'm doing it, you know, via phone, being a warm line mm -hmm. uh, that uh, people can call in and and talk with uh, us peer support people, people that have been to hell and back and can relate right. to them, and uh, you know, on a on a different level. And how's that going? It's going great, you know. Um, you know, after the first call, right, you know, just because kind of bizarre that I wasn't talking about me, you know. And but then I, I, I just it's just natural for me. So it's very very uh, fulfilling, especially since you know many of them said, you know, you really helped me today. Thank you so much. And yeah, you know, just like the people that write into the show, and uh, you know, um, yes. It's great, and there's, you know, I've I've really done more in the last uh, few weeks than I've probably done in my life. That's amazing. I mean, yeah. it's 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 great that we're getting this validation for the show, but at the same time, you're getting direct validation from people you talk to on the phone that you're well, actually I mean, helping them. Yeah, 
I mean, people who are in depression right now, in, in a bad state of mind right now, listen carefully because you're talking about somebody who just simply knew it was done, it was over. I just have to think of how I'm going to commit suicide right. to now working basically four days a week. Um, you know, doing that, I'm doing uh, a program called MIDA. Uh, I'll be starting and, and actually facilitating, co-facilitating a group which is managing your depression and anxiety. And, um, you know, there's a, also RAP, which is an acronym for the Wellness Recovery Action Plan, mm-hmm. Coping Skills, um, and, and your depression toolbox, and going to speak to hospitals uh, uh, on behalf of the Mood Disorder Association. And uh, it's, it's a fantastic organization, and everybody there uh, has been there and done that, if you will. Right. And, um, and we're all coming from a place of, of just trying to help others. And it's, it's really incredible atmosphere. Well, I mean, that's amazing. And the fact that you are actually getting out of your apartment, uh, three, four times a week and socializing with people, coworkers, yeah. go figure. Uh, I mean, when was the last time that happened? No. And I, 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 you know, like today I had to like, you know, purposely, have an activity to do because you know like i'm looking forward to tomorrow to getting back to work it's right. like what the hell are yeah. you who the hell are you <laughs> get out of my body you know it's 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 uh it's quite bizarre and quite incredible well when yeah. you feel when you feel like you want to get into work it's not really called work you know that's that's an amazing thing to have to actually enjoy uh going out and and helping someone during your your day is just, it's, it, it, I can only imagine that it's helping you tremendously, uh, from a mental point of view. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm just, uh, you know, I'm a natural, like Michael Jordan was with basketball and, mm-hmm. and when you have a fit like that, like a glove, yeah. um, it, you know, my whole purpose was to, to say, well, I'm not doing anything, but, but trying to help others avoid wasting years of their lives. Cause I can't get mine back. Right. And, but at the same time, I'm good at it, which really helps that whole goal. You well, know? yeah, and I, th- I think I talked to you about this um, just on the phone the other day or on Skype, uh, that you are kind of built for this because you have been through, through hell and back. But at the same time, if you hadn't had you I know, was all the problems. <laughs> well, yeah, but even if you weren't, you were still on the same path because you, you went to school to study psychology. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird parallel, a very thing, something I don't understand. But frankly, well, I mean, obviously, that's that's what your 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 whole being is is geared towards. I mean, you're you're definitely, you know, people have innate talents. People, yeah, you know, will usually gravitate towards what they're good at, and and you know, that's that's obvious. What's happening here to me, anyway? Um, yeah, and I'm lucky it's come together like that. I don't, you know, it's it's like we could have a really fairy tale ending here. Yeah. Um, at the same time, there's of course that innate fear because the hell is such hell. Mm-hmm. Why we deem it hell? Uh, that you know, it's just it's, you know, it's always that back of your mind thing. But that's what makes it so powerful, and that's yeah. what makes the good so good. Right. You know, uh, because now it's, you know, I can, I can, uh, I can see the complete contrast, not only behaviorally, but, but your, your, uh, senses, Mm -hmm. uh, for example, like hallucinogens and and pot, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, people get the munchies and all that, but it's the fact that it's not that it makes you hungry. It's that everything tastes so damn good because <laughs> right. your senses are heightened and mine are now because of the contrast before everything was bland. There was no smell, nothing looked good. You know, everything was gray, dark, you know, and you ate because you had to, because your stomach would shut up. And, you know, now it's like I ate that same croissant I had before, but, oh, it's so good. That's yeah, amazing. And it's I mean, like, that, they're like, this croissants, man. You know, and I'm like sitting there, oh, you know, drooling. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's, and this is drug free. 
you know. Well, and and that's amazing to think that when you when when you were in the throes of your depression, um, that things wouldn't taste good; they'd be bland. You you know, things were gray. Everything. So that's again your distortion uh, of the reality yeah, yeah. of the world. And now that the distortion is lifted, some you can actually start tasting things. You start seeing the colors. You start appreciating reality. Well, everything is give up and who gives a fuck. Now it's I crave things. I want this. I want that. I need, I want, uh, you know, I'm like a child again and, and, uh, you know, uh, innocent. And, uh, of course with 47 years of cognitive distortion. So that's what messed up child. But those, but now I'm putting myself in the position to, to get this validation from, from, from working and being productive and being mm-hmm. rewarded. Uh, and you know, my self-concept is rising. So now yeah. I can start working and getting to work on, on sort of re-engineering this disease and, and doing the CBT and changing all these patterns. And, you know, the, the more I can do that, I would say there's probably, a, and of course with exercise and proper diet and, those mm-hmm. types of things, I have less of a chance of relapse. Right. So, uh, well, and, and like the, uh, like the lyrics to journey unhinged at the very end where, uh, we say the work's not done. The work is not done. It's not like suddenly you're cured and you're normal and everything's great. There's a lot of great things happening now, but you still have, like you said, 47 years of cognitive distortion that you need to try to remedy. You need to try to fix. Yeah, like I'm like a, I'm like a severely broken part that's right now super glued. So it's right. like you know it feels like it's fixed, yeah. but you know any you know if something really heavy hits it, well it's going to come apart. You know it mm-hmm. needs to be welded, and I gotta so I gotta get the welding. You know right, and this is the time that's to work that, on that. Yeah, that's right. That's I mean, right. You, I, I know and, you. And, yeah. You know we talked earlier. Um, because there was one thing that was bothering you and it was starting to annoy you to the point that you were afraid it was going to trigger something. Um, and I'm talking about a noisy neighbor. Um, yeah. Yeah. I hope he's listening. Uh, it's just one of those things that I know it annoys you. And, and you know, in the past it would have instantly put you down, uh, and it, it, I, I could tell that it was starting to annoy you again in that way. But um, I wrote you. I wrote yes. to you. And I yeah. thank you for the several times that I've done that because I need to bounce it off people. If I'm bouncing off myself, a cognitively distorted person, mm-hmm. you know, again, it's like Charles Manson being Charles Manson's therapist. Right. You know, you're not going to get anywhere except maybe killing people. So, right. you know, I, I wrote right to you and said, you know, kind of, it, it, you know, in the most layman's term, talk me down. Yeah. Because I'm letting this affect my mood and I'm afraid that it's going to turn the whole thing around. Like, you know, and then you worry, yep. you worry, and you're, you know. Well, and you've seen like, it before. It's happened before to you where you were feeling good and one little thing happens and then it's a domino effect. And yeah. you, you just fall all the way back down again and have to start over. And no one wants that. No, you, you have to be stronger and make yourself stronger. We have one life. We are in charge. Yeah. We are in charge. Yes. And you have to believe that and you have to, you know, believe in yourself and, and not, you know, dwell on all the stories of how you were raised or you had this happen mm-hmm. or that happen or, all right, today's a new day. Well, today, this is a new year. We got through it and all the people were sad. It's over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's depending on where you live, it's a, it might be a little gray, but it's a new year. It's yep. it, sure. It's the same thing. Time's just going by, but right. there's something to be said for, all right, let's set a mark and hmm. this, you know, just to, to step back and reflect, all right, why was it a shit year for me? Right. Then what am I going to do differently this year? And kind of mixing, having a plan for, you know, but also having the mysteries of life, which is, you know, because yeah. if you're too, too, you know, knotted up and, and, you know, all organized, you know, you're going to be the other side and you yeah. don't want that. But I think you, you've made a great start this year 
by recognizing that something was bothering you and rather than just internalize it like you used to, you reached out. And that's right. That's something you never used to do. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm more interested here from your end. What like what things that I've said to you or written to you that that were just very stand out. You mean different lately? Yeah. Well, uh, you will now send me uh, IMs or texts or emails uh, that are simply a humorous thing, like a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you wouldn't do that before. Um, so that's something that stands out because now I'm suddenly seeing, uh, I'm hearing the Doug that I know and love, the 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 one that I met Syracuse University. Uh, that we had a blast um, uh, playing guitar together and all that stuff. It, it's the same guy. You're still there. Um, yeah. And it, I can tell that some of the, the veil has lifted um, because now you're going back to a lot of the, you know, the humorous things we used to talk about, talking about music and all this stuff, that when you were um, very down, that wouldn't come out. Um, discussions no, with no, you. Yeah, yeah, and, it's, it, yeah and, and with psychology, there's no desire, and with neurology, there's no ability. Yeah, because those parts of the brain are shut down as we're learning. Right. So now, all of a sudden, because you know the DBS is doing what it should uh, with electricity, mm-hmm. now the other cognitive parts of the brain are turning on uh, that Which, actually shut off. Which also allows you to appreciate all the other good that's happening in your life at the same time and helps boost you in that respect as well. So I think the DBS obviously has the, the most impact because it's, it's fixing something that's broken, first of all. And but giving then, you the opportunity. To exactly. It's opening up the opportunity for good to actually affect you. Like you, you suddenly can recognize, oh, they told me I'm doing a great job at, at the Mood Disorders Association. That that feels good. Uh, that validates what I'm doing. Um, and, oh, I just heard this funny joke. I need to uh, text Ed or, you know, all this stuff that you you never really had time for before when all you were thinking about was how miserable you were. Yeah, in simplified terms, like we're all, you know, we, we all like, you know, we're born and you go through this line and they give you this toolbox, you know, and mine just had like a rubber band and a piece of gum, you know, and now it's got a <laughs> and hammer, you're not MacGyver. it's got nails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, it, it's got, you know, ratchet sets and like mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And uh, so it's, uh, yeah, and, and it's a domino effect, you know, and, and uh, it's putting in the time and, and really just trying to be yourself and get control of the anxiety and And doing, uh, doing things that you don't normally do. And that's one thing you've always talked about with kind of like in Seinfeld where George would do the opposite of what he would normally mm -hmm. do. And then everything was great for him. Yeah. Um, and that's something that George. (laughs) Yeah. But you would totally, um, actually think about it. Like, Oh, you know, my instinct is to do this, so I'm going to change that and try this instead. And it That's seems right. like you're starting to do that more and and notice that it's having a positive impact. Yeah, I guess and it's also that self-doubt, that mm-hmm. incredible self-doubt. You know, and and don't doubt yourself. You know, give yourself the benefit of the doubt and be as genuine as you can. Right? Uh, because if you're not being yourself, people can read being disingenuous and it's just it's not going to lead to good things because it it doesn't last because it's not you Mm -hmm. and then other things come out and and things get jumbled and uh, i'm just i'm just being myself and being very open and honest with luckily it's the mood disorder association so i don't have to hide my anxiety exactly say i I can't come in because uh, you know (laughs) they'll understand right totally you know, they'll find some way to fill it in and don't have to worry about losing my job because today's a bad day. Right. So, you know, I'm not a superhero. Yeah. So, you know, and uh, so I'm finding that this sort of happy medium between 
not jumping into things too quickly, mm-hmm. but at the same time trying to jump on things while things are good. Right. Uh, finding a good balance. Take, taking advantage of that forward momentum that you've already started. Um, yeah, and I'm doing it. I have to make decision to do these things for my life, like literally to save my life. Yeah. Now, for you to decide to diet, you know, you have to decide how you're going to look at it. Right. You know, is it just because you want to fit into a nice skinny jeans, you know, <laughs> or is it because that ain't going to happen, friend? No, I'm not going to be uh, wearing skinny jeans wearing a man bun. No, that's not me. <laughs> and that's okay because they're damn stupid looking anyway. You know? <laughs> I'm a relaxed fit all for life, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, uh, but it's, you know, what do you want? So, yeah, we, I mean, we don't want to lose you and we're not getting any younger. And so, and it, it's harder as you get older because right. our, our uh, systems are going slower and slower yeah. and slower. Well, you know, and for me, walk slow. Obviously you know? for me, a lot of it, you know, part of it was always the looks thing. You know, I don't want to look so big and stuff like that. But at my age right now, I just, just turned 47. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about health. I mean, you know, I, I want to keep living. I, you know, I don't ah, want that's to. it right there. Yeah. That's it. So. It's just because you don't want to die. Exactly. Right. And we're not, we're not, you know, RoboCop, you know, like yeah. we're very, very fragile creatures. Right. That's why RoboCop can kill us with, you know, one bajoom, you know <laughs> I mean? But it's, uh, you know, it's watching salt and take little things and, and, right. you know, but you're not trying to lose 90 pounds, you know I mean? No. You just, just, you want to make a step and then be able to congratulate yourself. Then you right. can cheat a little bit, and, you know, cutting things out completely never works. No. And this is more of a, you know, I need to think about it more of a, as a change of lifestyle than as a diet, you know, um, you yeah, know, I'll I mean, start like, with. Yeah. Salted oh. cured meats, maybe cut <laughs> some of it out, you know, oh. but <laughs> but if you love bologna, you know, have a bologna sandwich when you right. have this incredible craving for it. Yep. It, it It's not going to kill you and it's right. not going to completely throw you off your plan, you know? Right. Exactly. It's just learning how to balance all that. Yeah. In your case, though, I think that um, the the feedback that you get from from things that you're doing is very helpful for you. And that, and that I'm talking about when you're at the Mood Disorders Association and, and they tell you, hey, you're doing a great job. That's that's validating. It must feel really good for you to know that someone is recognizing you or a talent you have. Yeah. And that's happening. And I mentioned that to you. Yeah. Um, at the same time, um, you know, I need to believe in myself no matter what, you right. know, because I've always been a, you know, seeking that, you know, from the outside, mm-hmm. you know, instead of it coming from the inside and that, that needs to be adjusted, not changed. Right. That's what the word we should take out. It needs to be adjusted, make adjustments. Right. You know, we well, don't want to change because yeah. us is us. We are exactly weak. right. Yeah. What you need is a, 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 a boost in your confidence, basically. Yeah. Take it into the shop, get it on the lift, you know, just kind of yeah. maybe change out the carburetor, <laughs> put in a, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> How did I go to a subject I know nothing about? Yeah. Cars and yeah. mechanics, yeah. No. You know, they got the wheels <laughs> thing that turn. <laughs> you know. No, but it's but, true. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, uh, boosting your confidence is super important because when when you're depressed, uh, you know, a lot of times you you talk down to yourself. You think you're a failure. You think you're the problem, and uh, so you're you're lowering your own ego, um, and so conf- self confidence is one of those things that, you know, the, the more confident you come across, the more people tend to like you. I mean, they, they kind of, they, they like confidence. People like to hear someone who knows what they're talking about and, and is not wishy-washy. And, and that, like people, you know, tend to gravitate towards each other. Exactly. So if you're being yourself and then you're meeting somebody, you know, that's the way that the, the sociology works into it. Yeah, be proud of who you are. Don't be ashamed of it and be confident about it because 
there's nothing better than, you know, than, than liking yourself and, and being yourself to others because then other people will like you as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally went from thinking I'm the, you know, I'm like a piece of dog turd from the bottom of your shoe to, wow, I did a good job today. Like, yeah. I, you know, as opposed to being completely unproductive, I went from, from having a Google calendar that was literally blank, except for every two weeks was Toronto Western Hospital. Yeah. To now it's like, there's rarely a day that I doesn't say peer support or this or that. Yeah. You know, I'm like on a calendar. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's it's mind boggling and um you know again for people out there you know this is a 180 you know yeah. it's not 30 it's not 50 you know so i mean the most intractable case you can imagine and i'm doing it so yeah you know you're all sat out there well you know wipe your tears it's going away because you know there's, there's, there's hope so resources yeah and you're not going to, the disease is the disease and you are you and having that distinction is, is really key. Yeah, that's and true. So at the mood disorder association, there's a lot of groups, uh, the depression, anxiety group, the, the bipolar group, the, you know, and it's coming together and telling your own stories, getting all the crap out. You want to get out mm -hmm. and not being judged because you're with your peers. Exactly. The hardest part is, is, fighting the anxiety to just go once you right. go it's like ah all right it's not so bad yeah you know and that feeling is is a drug in itself yes when you can have that feeling well i'm i'm just super super happy how things are are happening for you right now um and i i hope it continues uh i always tell you you know Take baby steps. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Um, yeah, I'm blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. Don't take any wooden nickels. <laughs> no, you're right. And I love that. And and it's like I never heard you saying that stuff before. You've always said it, but I didn't hear it. You, you right. have, don't have the ability to hear it. It's such a self-absorbed disease, but not in a purposeful way. You're, right. you're so selfish because you cannot, you don't have the ability. Your brain is those parts are shut off to see what, what are they talking about? So like you just sound like the Charlie Brown teacher when you say that stuff. <laughs> exactly. So now I'm hearing what you're saying and, and I'm, I'm getting it. I'm understanding it makes sense and I'm applying it. Yeah. And you know, and I agree with it. I mean, it, it's all sort of common sense. Right. As opposed to uncommon sense, you know, so I think we've really, you know, said what we wanted to say. And that's, you know, again, it's, it's a new year. It's time to, to really look up and, uh, you know, realize that the awareness is out there. Uh, the stigma fight is out there, all that stuff. Um, times are different. Uh, neuroscience is at its, you know, it's peaking. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, places like the Mood Disorder Association, and I want to give Anne Marie McDonald, and everybody involved uh, that I work with there, uh, you know, some real props. They do an incredible job, and they're only growing and uh, going to get better and better in what they do. And uh, I'm really happy to be a part of it. Yeah, so, and uh, they're uh, for people who are living in that area, but we'll add resources to our site for peer support uh, in your area um, because there's different organizations all over uh, and you know we believe that peer support is extremely effective uh, and if you haven't tried it yet uh, it might be worth a shot yeah and even along with you know seeing a counselor or whoever you know you might be seeing your psychiatrist or, or what have you but there's something to be said for talking about somebody who can directly relate deep down you know absolutely and things yeah that psychiatrists can't do because they've never felt what it's like. Right. And they've not been in your shoes. Yes. So, my shoes and, are very and, big, so, you know, not many people have been in mine. But some have. More than you know. That's and, true. Uh, <laughs> there really are resources. And, and all peer-based. And there's there's calls. You know, you can do it by phone. Now they're, we're doing it virtually as well. 
Um, so, uh, you know, which we may start doing via Skype, um, you know, once I get my formal accreditation, um, you know, but there's, you know, and then one-on-one peer support, um, you know, going in, just meeting with somebody, but you're not going to a doctor's office. You're going to another dude who's been to hell, you know, and it's, it's really an incredible, uh, you know, it can be a real breakthrough for you. Yeah, totally. But we'll have this on the resource page and on where to find it, wherever you live, uh, because they are there. Well, Doug, I'm really glad that things are going so well for you right now. That's awesome. Thank you. And, uh, I really hope it continues. Uh, I have. Uh, every inclination to believe that it will continue. Well, going with the, the positive new thinking, what was that um, I am I sent you the other day? Oh, geez. You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> well, I uh, wrote to you and, and saying, I'm feeling really, really good today. It's right. unbelievable or something like that. Yes, you said really, really twice. Yeah, I've never used really, really twice like that in that context right but like i just had to tell you how good i was feeling yeah and that's Um, that hasn't happened in years and and there's no selfishness involved it's it's because i want to share it and and who's the first person i think to share it with is you but i also know you know part of it in my mind it's i'm always aware that it's going to make you feel good too. It's going to give you a little juice of oh, totally of adrenaline or endorphins because you know you got your friend back that the one yeah. that I've I've always wanted to be right and uh, you know you're so all true. valuable out there and people will gravitate towards you. You know you are something and if you think you're not, you're in the throes and you're distorted and you need to break through that. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. It's going to be a good year. I know it. Yes, absolutely. That's our show for today. We want to thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Please follow us on Twitter at UnhingedPC and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash unhingedpodcast. Also, be sure to check out our website if you haven't done so already. It's at unhingedpodcast.com. We'll see you all next week.